All right, it's one of those weeks that I'm working on my taxes. Yes, I'm late getting my taxes in. I actually had to file for an extension just because I had a lot of receipts and things like that that I was trying to get squared away. It's just the joy of running multiple revenue streams, right? Anyway, I was talking to my CPA and I had said, you know, why don't I just do this on my own? I mean, I can, you know, there's certainly tax software out there. I've got a lot of other friends who are in business for themselves. I had to just watch what they do, go out, watch some YouTube videos and just knock it out on my own, man. What do I really need you for? And he said, you're absolutely right. You could go do your own taxes. And you could watch some YouTube videos. You could talk to some other people. But there's a reason why you pay me for my expertise. Now, go do what you want. But, you know, there is a certain amount of liability that I take on when I do your taxes. And you're getting my experience. And you're getting my judgment. And you're getting my input. And I had to stop and think about that. Not so much because of the tax thing. But because it follows a conversation that I was watching on one of the Facebook groups about taking specialties. Somebody had asked, hey, what are your top five specialties that you should take? And there was a lot of people talking about, you know, everything from underwater naturalist to dry suit to just all kinds of things. But there's always this crowd that seems to pop in and say, why take specialties? They're a waste of time. Just go hang out with other divers. Nothing beats experience. Go find other, you know, go find divers with more experience and go hang out with them. And I get that. And I've even done some of that in, in my own life, right? But here's the thing. If you really want to be a good scuba, scuba diver, and it's not just one thing, it's, it's several things. If you really want to be a good scuba diver, if this is something you are truly passionate about, now I get it. There's a lot of people... This is just, it's a pastime. It's something that they do occasionally. And there's a difference between people who are certified divers and people who are actually scuba divers. And scuba divers follow a discipline. It is their obsession. It's all they think about. They go to bed at night thinking about diving, or at least sometime throughout the day they think about diving. Anytime they pass a body of water, they automatically think about, wow, I wonder what's in that body of water. They read about diving. They watch videos about diving. They listen to podcasts like this about diving. Those are scuba divers. Those are the people that I want to be around. That make me a better diver. That make me a better instructor. And that make me a better person. But it always shows up on either Facebook pages or on different messaging boards. Why even use an instructor? Just go out and get the experience on your own. And I think that there is some credence to that. I'll give you that. I think that you have instructors that get told that they have to go teach a class. You have instructors who see an opportunity to, to go teach something or they get asked by multiple people, hey, can you certify me in this? If you have someone who, you know, you have instructors who are, you know, they see it, they see a money-making opportunity. And I'm not going to knock that stuff, right? 
But what happens is that you get a lot of responses like what you see on the on the board. Number one, because of ignorance. But number two is that you have instructors who don't have passion for what they teach. There's things that I teach that I love to teach, and there's things that I stay away from. Underwater photography, hey, I shoot a GoPro when I when I dive. I use that for videos for my YouTube channel. I use it for coaching videos. If I really worked at it, if I really invested in it, I could be, and I have been, a good underwater photographer and videographer. I, I prefer video much more than I do the the photography, the still parts of it. I enjoy doing the video part. I enjoy the editing. But I know that there are people, number one, that are much better at it than I am. And number two, it's not an area that I'm passionate about. I don't teach areas that I'm not passionate about. I got asked last year if I would be a part of a trip that was going to go down to Mexico. And I was asked if I would teach underwater naturalist and teach a Naui Green project and do some dives around coral reef restoration. I think those things are great. I believe in them. I support the instructors. I will take classes from those instructors. I could use a set of PowerPoint slides that another instructor gave me, but that's not an area I want to teach. I'm not passionate about it. I'm not passionate about teaching fish identification. If I'm out with a student, I'll point things out. I'll tell them what kind of a fish it is. I'll give them a little bit of background on on where they live and what their habits are. But as far as just going out and identifying fish, that's not my thing. So I don't teach it. But I will take a class on it. And I have taken classes on it. When I was at the the underwater sports show or scuba and H2O show in Tacoma about three or four years ago, I took a class on fish ID. I loved it. But I would never take that information back out and try to teach students because I'm not passionate about it. Instructors have to be able to add value to it. But the whole argument about taking especially from an instructor versus learning about it on your own or taking it from friends, it can be irresponsible. It can be dangerous. And there's liability associated with that. I've been on dive sites where you'll have just another diver or maybe it's a a dive master candidate or just somebody who's got a lot of experience start telling somebody else how to do something. And the thing is, you... You put yourself, if you're that diver doing that, you put yourself at a liability risk. If you're telling that person about certain techniques and they get hurt on it, they may be your best friend. They may not be the one who sues you. And by the way, there are cases out there like that where it hasn't been the individual, but it's been the family who sued the individual who taught the other person about, yeah, hey, it's a full face mask. Let's go, go, you know, let's go dive it and I can show you how to do it. And the person drowns. So when you start teaching other people, and the thing is, if you're that diver who is out asking for free advice from other divers and bypassing getting good, solid instruction, 
you know better than the situation that I was looking at, and that's going and learning how to do my taxes on my own. Because now I'm getting into areas that I don't really understand. I don't know what I don't know. And how do I know that that person is actually knows what they're talking about? I've sat there on a site and watched a person coach another person on dry suit techniques. And I had to step in and go, hey, whoa, 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 wait a second. What are you doing? And it's not, I, I, I wasn't getting upset because they were teaching and that's like some kind of area for me. You know, hey, that's my domain. Stay out of it. But because they were teaching them things that were not sound, solid principles. So how do you even know? And why would you even trust somebody who hasn't taken the time or the investment or the sacrifice? Why would you take advice from somebody that you barely know on a dive site? You see them every Wednesday night for about seven or eight times in a summer. Then you see them the next summer for maybe another seven or eight times. You know, you've seen this person very few times and you don't know what their background is. You don't know if they're a safe diver. You don't know if they're giving you good advice. And you take it. Like I said, there are things that I will teach and things I don't teach. I don't like to teach groups. I will do it when I have to. But for the most part, I don't teach groups. And if I do teach groups, I don't teach any more than four at a time. That limits my ability to teach a lot. Because I don't take on groups or I don't take on large groups. I don't teach photo. I have got years of extensive tech behind me. I don't teach tech. A couple of years ago, I thought I wanted to go the tech route. But at this point in my life, there are things I get a lot more pleasure out of. And I've done extensive, extensive, I mean, even rec penetration stuff, right? That's just not where I'm passionate about. Would I go take a tech course? Absolutely. I would love to get updated. In fact, I'm going to get updated on latest techniques because I'm constantly learning. But I'm not going to go to somebody who is a tech diver, even a friend who's a tech diver. Now, we might have conversation. But if I truly, truly want to get more knowledge or updated knowledge on tech, I'm going to go take a tech class or at least an intro to tech class. Side mount. I could have totally learned side mount from what I consider two of the best side mount divers in my area. And that's Jason and Jacques. Those guys are phenomenal. Both of them very calculating, both of them very precise. And I've spent time in the garages of both guys. And I've learned a lot. Still, I went to take a side mount class. Do I ever want to teach side mount? No, it's not for me. It's not my passion area. I've got a side mount rig. And it's just not something that I'm into, at least at this point in time. Do I enjoy it? Yeah, oh, yeah, I enjoy it. I went through my frustrations. But it's just not something that I am really jazzed about. Now, that may change. But I'm certainly not going to teach something that I'm not passionate about. Now, you get me on 
to finding historical artifacts or antiques or bottle hounding or night diving. I'm all about that. I'm all about navigation. I love Master Scuba Diver. I love teaching advanced. I love introducing people, new people into diving. I love helping people take diving and using it as life lessons and metaphors and analogies and applying into their out-of-the-water life. That's what I'm passionate about. But this whole notion of, and, and I laugh every time, and I stay silent. I mean, I could chime in. But the thing is, people don't care. Then you get the haters, which I don't really care about. But you get people who have, well, go, you know, just go try it on your own. Back in the early 90s, I got really big into archery. I loved archery, man. And I shot, I shot recurve and I shot longbow. And I worked for a shop. I made arrows. I used to make bowstrings. I shot every single day. But when I realized that my shooting was not getting better or I wanted to learn new things, I went and I hired a coach. Because what was happening is the advice from my other buddies who were shooting compound bows or were doing different types of shooting. Some of them were long-range target shooters. Some were avid hunters. I wasn't getting the information I needed, even though they, they were all really good at what they did. They were great in their discipline. Some of them knew how to teach. Some of them really didn't know how to teach. But it wasn't until I got a coach that understood how I worked as a learner and could find the areas that I was not performing well in. That's why you hire a coach. That's why you hire an instructor. Sure, I could do my own taxes. But the chances are, and a matter of fact, the last time I did my own taxes, I wound up owing $1,200 in addition to what I thought I owed. Because that year I thought, well, I only have to pay, I think it was like, I think it's like 100 200 bucks is all I had to pay. But then I wound up having an additional tax bill for $1,200 because I didn't do it right. And then later on, my CPA took a look at, the, at those forms and said, hey, you know, you actually missed a lot of different deductions that you could have taken. Here's the thing. If you're going to be a diver, don't dirtbag it. If you're going to be a diver and you're and not just someone who's certified and not someone who just does it on occasion, but if you're someone who is obsessed about doing diving. And, and really obsession is taking things to such an extreme level that people start to think you're kind of nuts. Maybe not quite yet, but, but pretty close. But if this is a thing that you really love doing and you're going to invest in computers and regulators and backplates and wings and trips and everything else, why not? Take the time to invest in using an instructor, but not just any instructor. Find someone who is passionate about that, about what you're doing. I, I struggle with it, but I love boat diving. 
I love drift diving. I love taking people on adventures. Those are the things that I'm passionate about. Ice diving, couldn't care. Cave diving, I respect the discipline. I know that I've done shipwreck penetration. I like caverns. But I'm not a big cave guy. And I respect anybody who wants to do cave stuff. But I'm not the guy to to ask about. One, I'm not certified to teach it. But I'm certainly not the guy to ask about it at the mouth of the cave as we're fixing a dive about what I think. Matter of fact, and the same thing really goes for cavern diving as well. Yeah, I've done caverns. But I'm not the guy to ask about cavern diving techniques. And even though I know them, it's not something I'm passionate about. I like doing them. But that's not my life. It's always good to seek out expertise and experience. But in addition to that, you want to seek out someone who is really, really driven in the things that you want to learn. You know, when you go and take specialties, and, and there's, there's some really cool specialties to take. I mean, and they sound, pretty, they sound pretty easy and pretty common. So like night diving. Night diving, low visibility. All right. Any, just about any instructor can teach those specialties. But you want the instructor that's going to show you things like, hey, did you know that if you, and whatever that happens to be, because they've done it and they've taught it. I get a lot of people who don't like diving low visibility because of the area that I, that I work in, folks with PT, uh, PTSD, folks with anxiety, folks who've had previous trauma, they don't like diving those low-vis environments. The thing that I bring to the table, just like my tax guy was able to bring to the table and show me where I had made mistakes or things that I should be aware of or things that I should start doing, I'm able to do that as an instructor when I've got somebody who is fearful of low visibility or just anxious about low visibility. When it comes to night diving, there's a lot of different things that I teach in night diving that most people don't do or didn't know to do. When I talk about doing boat diving, now that we're getting the boat out, there's things that I can teach you about that boat and etiquette on the boat and how to keep your gear organized on a boat that you may not get from somebody who's like, hey man, I got a boat, let's go out and dive. And this is not to be the scuba police. I never want to be the scuba police. All right, do what you want to do. Not my monkey, not my circus. I don't care. If you want to go in and ask somebody that you know at a dive site or somebody who's got a boat to take you out or to go out diving with them, hey, fine, go do it. I'm not going to stop you. But what I'm telling you is if you're going to invest time, money, into this sport, then do it the right way. Find somebody who knows what they're talking about. It's easy to get trapped into the scuba uh, message boards and into the Facebook pages and someone tell you, hey, you know, you don't really need an instructor for this. And that's fine. I mean, if you don't want to get an instructor, I'm not going to tell you what to do and what not to do. But if I'm truly passionate about something, 
I go a lot farther when I have someone who knows how to teach. A lot of you know that I play ukulele. Well, I have a ukulele. And there are times in my life where I go back and forth and I'm infatuated with the uke. And there's times it sits on the wall for a couple of months. And I tried YouTube videos and I tried taking virtual lessons and, and, and all like that. It wasn't until I sat down with an actual instructor who knew how to teach adults. Because let's face it, a lot of music instructors are geared towards kids. And adult learning and child learning are completely different. It wasn't until I got with that instructor that I really began to grow with the uke. And that's what I'm asking you to do the same thing with on diving. Is if you really want to be good at this. It, it's easy to be mediocre in diving, by the way. You can, you can take your couple of dives a year. Never hit the pool. Never hit the gym. Don't worry about what you eat. You just show up and Rotan or Hawaii or whatever, and you go do your dives, right? And that's cool. If that's what you enjoy doing, that's fine. But if you really want to be a solid diver and really want to be passionate about this or, follow, or, or serve your passion in this, it's also easy to be better than the average diver because the average diver doesn't invest the time, the money, the effort. You could be absolutely the best diver on your next trip by putting in a little more work and invest in with someone who knows what they're doing and how to teach adults. All right, that's my rant for this week. I just, I had to get that one out. It's been raining like crazy here, but I'm still going out and diving. Why? Because this is the same kind of conditions that I'm in when I'm diving up in the Pacific Northwest. I'm getting out there, I'm training, I'm making sure that I'm building up resilience. And I just love being underwater. So if I can do it in these kind of conditions when I've got wind and I've got rain, and I'm pushing myself to get out there and do the dive reps, man, it makes it makes all that other diving so much easier. I've got a trip coming up to Bonaire in just a matter of weeks. I'm going to be a finely tuned diver. I'm going to have my gear will be dialed in when I'm there because it stays dialed in all the time. And it's going to be such a rewarding dive. All right, that's all I've got for this episode. Remember, 90% of your problems can be resolved as long as you've got air. So as long as you've got air, you're all right. All right.